welcome to Kicking a Java Style with Cassie. Did you grab yourself a cup of hot Java or maybe a glass of iced tea while you're listening? If not, hit pause, run, grab you something to drink. Take a few minutes, just chill, enjoy the podcast, and maybe you'll learn something new with my babbling that goes on today. I do not know what I just did, but I was messing with my podcast app and I'm pretty sure I jacked up the one from the week before. I thought I was recording a new one and I do not know what happened, but it is not good. So hopefully it's still okay. So it is Easter Sunday, Resurrection Sunday, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, a lot of people get caught up in the whole religious debate over the Easter bunny and all that, but you know what? As long as you're celebrating Jesus, as long as you're celebrating family and you're you're loving on each other, I'm not going to get caught up in which thing you call it. Uh, so we had church this morning and, you know, had an Easter egg hunt after. And I know my daughter said with uh, them that they had been hunting Easter eggs with their kids. And I'm sure that my son and, and uh, daughter-in-law and, and their three babies have also been doing that. It's just a time to have fun and celebrate with your kids and you know, when I was growing up, Easter basket, Easter was a huge deal. We had absolutely huge family Easters. We would go to Roaring River and have picnics and, you know, just do different things and, and go to zoos and, you know, just all kinds of fun things or have a big one at my grandparents. And I just, I I love Easter. It's one of my favorite times. And I, I miss, I miss the big family events. I miss the big family uh, picnics, the cold fried chicken, my mom's potato salad, and, you know, just people fellowshipping together. And in real honesty, I miss that that entire feeling that I had when I was growing up where we had family togetherness, uh, where things were more simple. And my mom and I were talking today about social media and how it's allowed people to just be opinionated and rude and, and uh, awful. I mean, awful. And she was actually telling me that her doctor was saying, and I think it's code 99 or code something, I don't know, in a hospital means violent patient, that they get, you know, would get one of those maybe like once a month, and now it's at least once a day. And I was like, no kidding, because you can't even go to Walmart or, you know, anywhere that somebody doesn't act crazy. And, you know, everybody's owed something, everybody is demanding something, and and I really am just ready for a, a time of quiet. You know, one of my one of my favorite things, of course, there's nothing of mine favorite about COVID, but those two-week mandatory lockdowns where nobody knew what was going to happen and everybody was just kind of, ugh. You know, one of the things I appreciate about that was the families that could be together were together. Uh, neighbors were out walking and waving and talking socially distancing, maybe talking, but still talking to each other. We went on bear hunts, uh, which is where like they put stuffed animals in the windows and the kids would go by and, you know, take pictures of the stuffed animals that were hidden in the windows at the schools or at the, at the homes. And we did simple things and it's time to get back to the basics. You know, it's time to get back to the basics of God, uh, faith, family, friendships, uh, helping each other, uh, I I help at the cafe in Blue Jacket called the Ruby Rose Cafe, and we had someone in the community who lost their home to a fire. And our small little cafe with a small community 
raised $13,000 at an auction and uh, spaghetti dinner. It's time to get back to that. Uh, you know, the lady that runs the cafe, we lost one of our, our guys that works for us and that we're friends with. And and they took food over and cooked chicken and did all kinds of stuff, took it to the Baptist church, and the church was going to pay them. And they're like, no, this is what we do. You know why it was such a shock to the church and the young pastor there? Because people don't do that anymore. They don't do simple. They don't do acts of kindness and acts of love because either they're too caught up in their own life or they're afraid to step out because people are so weird. I mean, I honestly <laughs> just about fell out this morning when I read the news line. A, a guy, and I can't remember, I had hundreds, thousands of dollars he won in a lawsuit because his company threw him a birthday party and he didn't like it that they did that. So he sued them. I want to say $450,000 because they threw him a birthday party. What in the heck is wrong with human beings? What is wrong with human beings? That is, that, that is disgusting, completely disgusting that someone would do something so ridiculous. And that's the world we're living in. And that is not the world that Jesus designed. Jesus did not die on that cross and resurrect so that we could be divided and angry and bitter and hateful to each other. He wants us to love each other. Uh, we're in a world now where it's all about boundaries and it's about toxicity and, and I mean, I'm sorry. Excuse my language. Who in the hell isn't toxic? Really? I know that's a bad word, but seriously. Other, who is not toxic? Who's not toxic? I mean, I, I don't know anybody that doesn't have sin in their life, that doesn't have a level of toxicity. No, I'm not talking about somebody that's just, rap, you know, downright abusive or, you know, perverted. Or I'm talking about we're in a society that's teaching that it's okay to say whatever you want to say, be whatever and whoever you want to be. And I'm not talking about like dreams and goals. And I'm talking about changing changing your gender, um changing your physical body to be another anatomy, you know, another gender. I'm talking in a world where if you want to be hateful, then it's okay to be hateful because that's all right. You deserve the right to be that way. I'm talking, we are in a world that is flipping everything upside down. Now I am not putting people down that have had sex changes or have done that. I'm not trying to be ugly. I'm just trying to say that we are not in a normal world of how we grew up if you are in your 40s. Um, unfortunately, it is a normal world for our children right now. But can't we create our own normalcy? You know, I look at the Amish and I think, well, for number one, there's no way in heck I ever want to dress that way. Um, but it looks hot and scratchy and itchy. That's all I have to say about that. But they... <laughs> They're a community that works together. They build together. They commune together. They love each other and take care of each other. And I know that there's things that go wrong. I know there's physical abuse that goes on in their homes as well as our homes. There's, you know, perversion that goes on just like our homes. I know that there's still sin in their lives. And I'm not saying that, but I'm talking about the simple, never in a rush like we are. Um, they get up from the sun and they go to bed because of the sun going down and the moon out. You know, they don't do it by watching their clock all the time and doing everything on some kind of 
rush, rush, rush. We got to get to the next ball game. We got to get to the next event. We got to do, we got to be, we got to, you know, it's just, they have a much more simple life and I envy them at times. Though I'm using this device, I, I think I would be pretty, it would take me a huge adjustment and I'd probably have to have some therapy if and when our system ever crashes. But there are parts of me that is getting to the point that the great reset that I keep hearing people talk about, which I don't even know if that's going to happen or not, but sometimes I, I long for it. Sometimes I long for the power to go out and it to be super like just quiet where we have candlelight and, you know, oil lamps again and we sit outside around fires and we talk and we bring food together and we commune together and we have hot dog roast and oh there's so many things I long for and and I can't do it on my own you know I can offer to do things for fellowship and try to get community um, fellowship but it's gonna have to come to the point where I think that it's it's a need instead of just a desire for people because people just can't slow down. They just can't. Resurrection. I really feel like the body of Christ needs to be resurrected out of this world system that's going on, out of this insanity. And I know I'm babbling. Don't I always? (laughs) Hopefully somebody gets something out of these. You know, somebody out there feels the way I feel. And they relate to what I'm saying, you know. Uh, one of the things uh, I'm, you know, as you know, I'm back to cleaning. I've been working really hard around here uh, to get my house. I say I'm um, a lot. I'm sorry. But I've been getting my house, um, the outside and the inside, trying to get it caught back up from being down more than I was up last year between the, you know, the leg break, the spider bite, the COVID, the bronchitis, the sinusitis, all that stuff I had last year that was awful. Well, this year, I've, you know, this last couple of weeks, I've gone out and I've rearranged my outdoor stuff and I've got my lawnmower. I went and got a new battery, had somebody help me hook that up. Uh, I've, du- I've got a dumpster and I've cl- been cleaning out my garage. I've been cleaning out trash out of, you know, my house, just things that I took a lot of donations, the uh, things that, you know, were clothing and stuff. I got some of that hauled off and taken to the donation center. And I've been dry canning, been working on that. I'm working on organizing a room that's for a pantry. And been I've got a bottle, uh, bottle lamb, bottle goat. And so I've been feeding my baby goat. I've got my chickens. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's a work in progress. And... I go out and I, I, I look at my house and I, and I think how very blessed I am and how beautiful my house is. And, and there's some structural work that needs to be done. A couple of boards here and there and, and the house really needs to be uh, repainted. We, we did a paint job on it when my daughter owned it. It was a birthday gift where I got us all together and, and we did a paint job for her. But we did not apparently get the paint that was on underneath it peeled off good. And so eventually, you know, that's going to be a big job I want to take on where we um, get somebody together. Maybe I pay the Amish or something to come and paint it and they'll have to, you know, get the scrape it and do all that. And so that's something in the future. But working on the things that I can work on, 
I have um, my cousin who does work on, you know, different properties and he is actually building the door for my cellar. I have a cellar that's one of those old concrete dome above ground um, dome looking and then you go down in it and it's actually structurally the cellar is amazing and so he's building me a new door because there's no door on it. There's also a place that used to have like a window or something and so he's building an escape hatch or latch hatch I guess that's what it's called. It's like a metal escape hatch that'll be on hinges that'll bolt down that I can open in case a tree was to fall on the door. So that's in the process of being done and just lots of cool, amazing things. You know, I got out of some debt, uh, not all of it, but I got rid of about, uh, I guess I didn't get rid of the debt. I, I transferred it over to my house and got rid of the credit cards and the interest rate. So I refinanced my house and paid off some credit cards that I had to live on last year and, you know, borrowed enough extra money against my house to do that. But I really want to focus and work on getting to a point where I, I can get out of debt. Like I listened to a podcast and this girl was talking about how her and her husband and their children got a house and paid it off in six years. Now, they weren't doctors or anything crazy like that. They didn't go have coffee. They didn't go out to eat. Uh, they didn't, they actually saved up cash and, and sold their car that had a loan on it and was able to get enough for the car to pay off their loan. And they bought a car that they still have 20 some years later uh, that they still drive and paid cash for it. And, you know, I think about that and I think, I really do want to free up my finances. I want to not have to work so hard that I'm so tired that I have nothing to give to the community, that I have nothing to give to my children and grandchildren, uh, to the church or wherever it needs to go. Because if we're going to do the things for God that we need to do, we've got to not be so tired. And this world is sucking the life out of everybody. Everybody I talk to is extra tired, extra overwhelmed. And, and I think a lot of it, you know, for me, I... I really think that whatever that evil, horrible COVID that came straight from the pit of hell and whatever lab it came out of was meant to destroy us. And it's done a, a darn good job between division and people's health. But, but God, but God, because whatever has come to destroy us, God can turn it around. And I'm just believing that. I'm believing that, um, you know, that I'm going to get things in order. I've started back on my plexus journey, which absolutely changes everything in my body. And that's because our body is so deprived of nutrients and the proper balance in our gut and so many things that unfortunately we have to purchase out outside products, you know, products that are extra, uh, what do you call it? Vitamins and, you know, minerals and stuff like that. We have to purchase them because they're not in our foods anymore. They're just not. And everything I had last year between the antibiotics, the, the poison of the spider, the poison from the COVID, it's, it's stripped my body of the right things. So I'm starting back on that journey. Uh, I've had a few packets left, so I've done that in a probiotic. So I start full blast with that tomorrow evening and trying to get as much physical activity in as I can between work and outside. I planted a garden. I'm still planting a garden. I've got to get my tomatoes and peppers and all that stuff in the ground. 
So I can just, I, I just want believing and praying for a resurrection in my body of life, of life and joy and peace and, and realizing that I can't, I can't fix stupid. I can't fix stupid. Nobody can. And there's a lot of stupid out there. The society, the way that it's going, the politicians, and I'm not calling people stupid. I'm just talking about their actions. So let's, let's go for resurrection. Let's, let's declutter our lives. I've talked about that. Let's eliminate things from our life. And then let's start adding in the things that bring peace and joy. And, and I went and got a new fishing pole. Do that. Do something for yourself. Go get a fishing pole. Learn to fish if you don't know how to fish. And sit by water and sit by fires. And these are the things that rejuvenate me. Maybe yours is sitting inside and knitting. I don't know. But do something to resurrect life in you. So anyways, I am going to sign off. I just wanted to come on here and do a podcast because if I don't do it while I'm thinking about it, I will forget. And you know how that goes because you see how often I get them done. Anyways, God bless. I hope you've had a happy Sunday or whatever day you're listening to this.